Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. Hey there, before we get started with this week's episode, I want to let you know that you can now get show notes delivered straight to your email. So all the things I'm talking about, if you want to be able to remember them or review them because you're, you know, you're walking or you're driving or you're working out, you're doing something where you don't really have access to a pen and you want to be able to reference some of the tools or things like that or resources that I mentioned in the episode, um, I'm going to start sending out show notes each week. So if you would like to get those show notes, Um, All you need to do is subscribe to the Weekly Dose, which is my um, new blogging newsletter every week. My hope is to provide you guys with some serious encouragement, um, give you some encouraging news in the blogging world. So it will be a weekly dose of blogging adrenaline via email. Um, And it'll have episodes, it'll have um, all kinds of information, but I'll also be sending you the show notes. So be sure that you text JKB one, two, three, two number, four, four, two, two, two. Again, that's four, four, two, two, two. So as long as you text JKB, one, two, three, to the number, four, four, two, 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 you should get a reply that says, send me your email. And once you put your email in there, you'll be all signed up and you should get Um, the first email. And then each week when I release a new episode, I'll be sending out show notes. And so you'll have those right there available to reference when you need them or print them out or whatever you like to do. Um, But I would love for you to be a part of that weekly um, show notes as well as getting that weekly newsletter. I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm not usually into newsletters, but lately, like I've just been feeling like Um, I want to really be able to deliver some like high value and I want to be able to deliver encouragement to you guys on a regular basis because I know you need it. I just talk to so many people um, and I know that it gets hard sometimes. So I just want to be there for you. And this is one way that I can do that. So um, be sure you sign up and let's get started with today's episode. So in today's episode, I want to talk about how to keep content ideas fresh and exciting, which for some of you, this may be like a super helpful episode. I hope that you find it super helpful if you're feeling stuck a lot of the time with content, because sometimes it can be hard. Um, a lot of people in my community are all like sort of in this um, jog towards like 100 posts. That's kind of what they're working on, 100 pieces of content. Um, you know, and if they're not there, they're working on something else. But content in particular, whatever season of blogging you're in, even me six years in, can be hard. And at times it can be a stumbling block if you don't have a solid plan in place and if you don't give yourself a little bit of grace. So let me talk about that today. So one of the first ways that I personally um, kind of keep content ideas fresh and exciting is that I keep an idea list. And so I think it's easiest for me Uh, because I'm on the go or whatever. And usually my ideas pop in my head at these like totally random times. Um, I even laugh sometimes because my kids watch uh, Thomas the Train and they'll talk about an idea popped into Thomas's funnel. And I always like laugh because I'm like, this is how I feel about blogging. I feel like I get these ideas like pop into my head like randomly. Um, And what I love is using an app like Trello 
because Trello is almost like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a mashup of list making with Pinterest. So it's like you can make these like long tile boards of, you know, these things called cards and on each card, it's like I'll make a board, um, and within that board, I make these cards and things that make lists of content and content ideas. So like the list will be titled, uh, you know, content brain dump or content ideas. And every time a new idea pops in my head, I can just on my phone or on my desktop, go into Trello, add that thing to the list and then move on. Like it's almost like it saves it. Um, I've heard it called like an idea parking lot actually recently when I was reading um, another article. It wasn't about blogging, but it was talking about having an idea parking lot, like where if you get an idea, you write it down so you don't forget it. Um, so that is one way that I keep track of all my ideas. And I think it's a really good idea to always have a list of like 25 to 50 ideas. Um, because, you know, that's readily available when you're feeling stuck, you can reference it. And what's the most important thing for me is that when I have that many ideas in the queue, I have the flexibility to write based on how I feel. And that matters to me and that matters to my personality. Um, and it's not always that way for other people. I know there are people who are a lot more organized, who are able to just kind of go, you know, point by point, but I really have to be in the mood sometimes to write certain things. And so with having that ongoing list, I can look at that list and say, okay, I don't really feel like writing about that today. I don't feel like writing about that, but I feel energized about that. So I'm going to write about that today. Um, and that's what the benefit of having that kind of huge list does for you. Okay. So this is another way that I make this work. So I will go and grab like a magazine um, from the grocery store, like while I'm in the grocery store or something, because I don't really have magazines delivered to my house. But when I'm in the, the store, sometimes when I'm feeling like I've got a lag in content, I'll grab a magazine. It could be lifestyle. Um, it can be, you know, better homes and gardens. It could be anything like that. Um, but what I find is like if I sit down at the table with the magazine and with a Sharpie, um, I will go through the magazine page by page and I'll look at the copy. Like I'll look at the titles and things like that and I'll read through them. And I'm going to do an example on the podcast right now. Okay, so here's an example. I have an in-style magazine and I was going through the pages and um, there is an advertisement in the magazine for head and shoulders. And the copy in this, um, on this page says, skincare doesn't stop where hair begins. So if I had my Sharpie, I would look at this and I'd say, okay, skin, skincare doesn't stop where hair begins. And I might, like that triggered an idea in my head. And I said, I crossed out skin, skincare and I wrote, self-care doesn't stop. And I changed where to win. And I changed hair begins to you have kids, right? So I know this sounds crazy, but now I have, an, like, I have this idea that is self-care doesn't stop when you have kids, right? And that streamed from an, art, like, from an ad for a completely different thing that has nothing to do with that. Um, but that is one of the ways that like my creative brain comes up with new stuff is just by like flipping through the pages of a magazine with a Sharpie, looking at some of the like titles, because I mean, the magazines are writing compelling, compelling copy to begin with. And I'm not saying to copy what's in the magazine. Clearly, I'm just saying like, when you're looking at those titles, think about your niche, think about what you're writing about and see like, you know, what is a compelling statement that you can make that is triggered by some of the titles that they're using within the magazines. 
Um, and I do this all the time. Like, and sometimes it's replacing several of the words, um, you know, uh, within the magazine and just, and, you know, and making it more in line with my niche, but the head and shoulders, you know, is a great example of what I do. It's like almost completely different, but it's just using that idea of that title to help me, um, you know, come up with another idea. So that is one way to do it. Okay. So my third idea is what I kind of consider to be a hack. (laughs) Um, It's using like an idea generation tool. And so with blogging, there's tons and tons of online tools that you can use that can help you come up with content ideas. Some of them suck. Some of them are great. Like you kind of just have to play around with different ones. Um, But one of the ones that has been very interesting that some of my mastermind group members told me about a few weeks ago that I hadn't heard of before was Answer the Public. Um, And that one's got this like kind of creepy guy. um, I don't know. It's weird. (laughs) You have to go there to see what I'm talking about. (laughs) But everybody always references the creepy guy um, that is like the mascot. He reminds me a little bit of the guy who was like the Elmer Fudd Six Flags commercial guy a long time ago. Um, kind of a similar feel. <laughs> so he he's at the, on the front of this website called Answer the Public. And when you go in, you can put in this topic. And it's really crazy because it will create this, like, massive, um, like, spider web of, like, ideas. Like, I can't even describe it. Like, you literally just have to go there and check it out. Uh, the other tool um, that I've looked into is the HubSpot blog topic generator, which can be pretty good. Like, that one, again, is a little bit, you know... It's almost like they're taking your idea and then putting into like pre-formulated templates and stuff like that for titles. And so it, it works and it can probably trigger some great ideas. So I would just play around with it and see if it works well for you and your niche or your blog. Um, but using some sort of online tool that helps generate blog topic ideas is always really helpful. Okay, next use keyword search tools. So this is a big, big part of my own strategy. Um, one that I have come across recently that's free is Uber Suggest uh, from Neil Patel's website, which is really a really powerful, awesome tool. Like I got lost in there for a minute, so don't let it be a squirrel, but like um, it just has some great information about your website. It can tell you information about like just really, just really great information. So, you know, part of creating content at some point in your journey, maybe not in the very beginning, but when you're trying to figure things out, but at some point search engine optimization or SEO is going to become important. And therefore what you write about is going to be important and what you sort of create from content, like interlinking posts, writing relevant articles, um, so that your blog becomes more and more of an authority on certain things. And so, Um, Using keyword search tools can really be a high ROI option for creating content. Um, I also usually use KW Finder. And so um, with using KW Finder, um, it's a tool that really allows you to basically plug in a search term, um, something that you think people are searching for. And it tells you like the search volume, like how many people are searching for it. Um, actually, it seems like Uber Suggest, which is a free tool, also does this. Um, and it's almost like Uber Suggest is fairly com- like fairly similar to KW Finder. So it might be a good free option for people who don't want to invest in KW Finder. Um, I invested in KW Finder. I love it. I really enjoy it because it tells me, you know, is anybody even searching for this? Like, 
is anybody even searching for this thing that I think people are searching for? And if they're not, then it may not be, you know, necessarily a great SEO term. Um, it might be a po- popular thing on Pinterest, but it may not be something people are searching Google for. So those are kind of different things sometimes. Just keep that in mind. Um, and usually from KW Finder, what happens is I end up building mind maps, which is my next point. And so I think sometimes we throw around, throw around mind maps and not everybody exactly knows what that is. Uh, but for me, it's basically like I start with one central idea. And then from that idea, I see, you know, how might I take this idea and break it down into smaller, you know, smaller or um, tighter ideas. So let me give you an example. Um, I, I call it sort of like idea spawning. <laughs> so let's say that I was starting with like um, cloth diaper 101 was the post because I've, I've written one of those before. Okay. Um, and maybe, or maybe the article is like the 10 best cloth diapers or something like that. And it could be cloth diaper 101. Anyway, when you're writing the article, you know, maybe you're talking about different types of cloth diapers. Um, you know, and maybe you're talking about the different accessories for cloth diapers and different things. And, and what you can do is like for all those things that you might lightly mention in a broad general post about cloth diapers, um, you could probably spawn off whole articles. So if you say, you know, in your article, you could say, you know, there's lots of different accessories to choose from when it comes to cloth diapers. Um, you know, there's an unlimited list. Here's, here's my review of the most important accessories that someone using cloth diapers would need, right? So then you would link to another article that you would write about, you know, um, if you are familiar with cloth diapers, there's like snappies. I haven't done cloth diapers in like six years, so don't judge me. Um, <laughs> snappies, because uh, I ain't doing that with twins, just being transparent. Um, <laughs> 19 diapers a day ain't happening. So, <laughs> um, you know, there's the snappies, there's the, you know, wet covers, there's the wet bags, there's, you know, reusable wipes, like anything that you would want to talk about accessories to cloth diapers, like that could be its own whole post with affiliate links. Um, you know, and then going back to that main article again, you know, maybe you want to do a full review on the Bum Genius brand diapers, or maybe you want to do a review on the Fuzzy Buns diapers, or maybe you want to do a full review. And so you have all these opportunities that can spawn off this one post. And that is one of my favorite ways of generating more content nowadays is to make like one really solid post that's like, you know, the top 10 ways to do this. And then almost breaking down each point of each of the 10 points into its own article um, and linking to that in some way. So that can be an awesome way to do that um, in particular. So just keep that in mind, the idea of spawning ideas off of other ideas. Okay, next. This is a little bit unconventional, but maybe get guest posts. So... In my own journey, um, early on, I was in a mastermind group in like the first, probably the first year and a half, two years of blogging with a bunch of other personal finance bloggers. And back in the day when my blog was more thrifty lifestyle than thrifty party like it is now, um, you know, all of my friends uh, in that group, um, you know, wrote about personal finance from kind of a different perspective. And I really appreciated that. And like, they all had very different life experiences than I had. Um, And so I was able to come up with these ideas about things that like, I feel like would be really helpful for people or helpful for my audience that I may not have personal experience in, but they do. 
and by guest posting, it got them links back to their own blog because they were do follow links. And it was just a really good relationship. And so if you can find other people um, that would be willing to guest post, you can probably get some good, solid content on your website uh, that you might not otherwise be able to do. And in my case, um, you know, I had a friend who wrote about flipping a house and how that doesn't always work out. Um, somebody who wrote about buying and selling timeshares and how like you need to be careful what you do with that and all these different things that I've never done, but I knew was really, really valuable information. So just think about that. Now on the flip side, something else that I've done over the years is when I have a friend who's like a stay at home mom, who's not really, you know, into blogging, um, but loves to write really doesn't have an interest in starting their own blog. Uh, but has, you know, really cool ideas and things like that, I'll often um, pay them to write posts for my blog about those particular topics. And that's really worked well for me in the past. And being that they're stay-at-home moms, like they're not going to charge me as much as like a ghostwriter would charge me, like a professional ghostwriter. So it's a really thrifty option for me to help like compensate my stay-at-home mom friends for their time while they provide like really great content for my blog. So that's one other route that I've taken before. The next is to head to the store. So anytime I personally am feeling in a slump, I will often head to Hobby Lobby <laughs> because I do write about parties and I write about celebrations. I write about gatherings. I write about, you know, like some craft projects and things like that related to entertaining or decorating for the purpose of, you know, having people over or holiday related stuff. So if I go to Hobby Lobby, I'm often infused with a lot of new ideas. And sometimes I buy stuff and sometimes I just walk around and if like something that I see in the store um, triggers some sort of idea, I'll just take pictures of it for when I'm ready to go back and buy all the supplies. So I remember to go back and get the things. Um, but that is one really easy way to kind of like get yourself back in the groove because it gets you out of the house. It kind of gets you in an environment. So like if you're a fashion blogger, go to the store, like, you know, go look into stuff. Um, maybe if you're an inspirational blogger, maybe head to the Christian bookstore, like a faith-based blogger. Um, anything that you think might be able to kind of just jolt you, jog you into some ideas for what you might want to do. Okay. So next is go out with some friends you know, go hang out with friends, go to dinner with friends, do whatever you do with some friends um, and see what kind of things like come up in conversation. Obviously, I wouldn't go writing about what your friends tell you at dinner <laughs> or anything like that. But oftentimes the things that come up in a dinner, they may trigger really interesting pain points for you. Like so, you know, if you talk about lifestyle in some way and you're at dinner with your friends and they all start talking about, you know, like I'm really having trouble sleeping at night you know, and maybe you have kind of been able to overcome that situation, then you can share tips on how you have been able to, you know, figure out how to sleep at night or manage that situation. So that is one way to approach finding some content ideas. It's just like, you know, what real problems are your friends dealing with? Again, I wouldn't, you know, share on your blog your friend's problems, but they can really be great fuel a lot of times for maybe um, if they tend to be your audience, like if your friends you consider to be like, okay, these are the kind of people that I would want in my audience. Like the pain points that they talk about in conversation are things that can make really good content uh, because you know that those are things that people genuinely like are worried with or troubled with or um, need solutions for, things like that. So those are just things to keep in mind. Next is to look for trends in Facebook conversations. So if you're in different Facebook groups or you're on Facebook, 
a lot of times people will express opinions and ideas and thoughts inside of Facebook communities or on Facebook. And those are great places sometimes to find content ideas. Like, so if you see somebody's like, I can't figure out how to do this. Do you have suggestions for this? You know, maybe you write an article that solves that problem. Um, and it's not like you're going to write it and then be, go to that person and be like, here's the solution. But it's just a great place to generate ideas for content that you can put on your blog that if you have enough people asking the same question, it can be a great piece of content. In fact, it can even be a great product, which we're not going to talk about in this episode, but just things to keep in the back of your mind. All right. So my last point here <clears throat> is one that's more encouraging. Dear friend, stop putting pressure on yourself to make your content perfect. Done is literally better than perfect, like literally better. <laughs> so, you know, if you're a person who really struggles to put out content and we've talked about this in other episodes, you know, because you struggle with perfectionism, I really want to encourage you guys to like, you know, get to the place where if you take forever to edit, just give yourself permission to write it. Give yourself permission to read through it one time and make, F, you know, make edits and then hit publish. Because if you don't do that, you're never going to make forward progress. And content is one area where you can drive a lot of traffic. Um, I mean, it's the main way, really, a lot of times to draw readership to your website um, more than anything else. And so I just want to encourage you guys, like, when you're looking for content ideas, you know, don't give up. Don't don't get over perfectionist. Like, find ways to get your writing um, juices going again if you feel like you're burning out. Because that is a common feeling. And a lot of times it's either taking a step back. Um, getting into a new environment or just really digging around and finding ideas that really light you up on the inside and make you excited about writing again. Um, so these are ideas to help you out. Again, I would really love for you guys uh, to join um, the Weekly Dose email. Uh, if you want to do that um, and you want to get the show notes for each of these episodes, please text JKB123 to the number 44222. Again, that's JKB123 to the number 44222. And you should get a reply that asks for your email, suit your email in there, and um, you'll get a reply via email. So thank you guys so much for your time. I hope you have a great week. And whatever you do, just keep blogging. <laughs>